Hi, I'm Autumn. And I'm Bethany. And we are A to B Podcast, working on getting from point A to point B through simplicity, organization, and some fun. Hi, Bethany. Hello. So close to the home stretch. Or wait, in the home stretch? Well, actually, we're recording this podcast ahead of time because when this podcast comes out, it's like three days before your wedding. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> I know. No, more than that. Four. Four days. Something. Something. Something close. Soon. Yes, so close. And that means that it is officially summer. We're in it. We're in summer. Well, happy yes. summer. You know, I'm kind of going into this episode kicking and screaming because Bethany wanted to talk about summer plans. And I feel like we've done that. We've done a lot of it. Bethany likes theme episodes, like about whatever season we're in. I do. I also want to talk about summer plans all the time. Like I want to, (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) I just want to talk about fun, like fun summer plans is really my. It's like when people are planning a vacation and then as soon as that vacation is over, they start planning their next vacation. The next vacation, yeah. I don't know if I'm quite there. Like in August, I'm not planning next summer, but I'm probably (laughs) planning winter break. And that is not, like I love my job. But one of the beautiful things about the schedule and the flow of teaching, because I don't teach at a year-round school, is that flow of taking a break and like refreshing. In fact, I once saw on this, it was actually, it wasn't a teacher, it was this counselor, uh, the best parts about being a teacher. And it listed June, July, August. I was like, then you are in the wrong profession. <laughs> and and just like also have that hang up in your office. Are you serious? How do you think that <laughs> makes the kids feel? So I definitely do not feel like that. I think it's true that you can really, really love your job and really love summer. And actually, if I remember correctly, in some of our past episodes, you have talked about how summer is kind of the most hectic time for you, the most hectic time Mm -hmm. of year. Now that my kids are in school full time, summer is when my, you know, my job is actually starting. I actually have to parent. (laughs) So to hear some of our past episodes about summer organization, you can check out episode 18, Organizing Your Summer. That's adbpodcast.com slash 18. And then we also did a kind of like a quick summer check-in last summer, episode 43, where we did a summer check-in and then we talked about some quick meals. That's adbpodcast.com slash 43. I love thinking about the way, despite it being three years, I think our tips and advice still hold up and are still true because I still have the tendency to overplan my summer and to think about, oh, I'm going to do all this stuff during the summer when really I know what I need is downtime, especially after these three big mega projects, which is one, leaving my classroom, two, looking for a new job that's closer to home, and three, the wedding, which since this is coming out a couple days before wedding time, this is what I'm trying to manifest for that future. I hope that on the day this comes out, I am not running around frantic, but instead I'm like, oh, well, we've got a lot done, but let's see. Perhaps we have time for a spa trip. How likely is that? I keep dreaming. (laughs) I mean, let's think about the Monday after your wedding. You can have that feeling. Oh, okay. Okay. Bethany likes to make a bucket list. So like things she'd like to do during the summer. And so you were going to share your bucket list for this summer on today's podcast. However, I feel like your bucket list is already full. You don't get to do anything fun this summer. That's what I'm telling you right now. That's correct. So (laughs) (laughs) fun, forget it. So the bucket list is like a sand bucket. Get it? And I have my kids fill it out every year 
So basically, the only thing on my summer bucket list is trying to settle into our house, make it a home as a married couple. I want to try out some of our new wedding presents because I registered for some kitchen stuff. Not a ton of kitchen stuff, but I registered for some kitchen stuff like these little loaf pans to make banana bread, which I'm going to make. Yeah. Your summer looks like this. Yeah, I'm ready. (laughs) You're ready? You're going to... Be cleaning out your house, putting away wedding gifts. Yes. You're going to be finding slash preparing for your new position. Yes, that's correct. Third one was you were going to be working on like meals still, like meal planning. And yeah. Not necessarily meal planning. I'm more going to focus on making meals at home. Yeah, that's an ongoing project for me. When I have a break from school and I don't have that regimented like, oh, I'm on campus, so if I don't have lunch... I'm like scrounging in the teacher's lounge for like instant oatmeal. I have a tendency to go out to eat a lot during break and during summer. Because I'm like, oh, I'll go have coffee and a bagel. Oh, I'll go. So yeah, so my goal remains the same of... It's practice. I want to practice. It's kind of habit building. And so each time you have a break, to put that as your focus, you build up that habit muscle. Yeah. And so that's why last summer in episode 43 and 44, we were talking all about your summer and how you're working on planning your meals slash eating at home. Yeah. And Autumn helped me put together a great list of some kind of go-tos that are simple. So during the summer, I have time to actually prepare some meals and it's just a matter of actually doing it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this episode is really all about your summer, Autumn, because as you've established, my my spring has been jam-packed. So my summer planning for, what did you say I'm doing again? You're... (laughs) so you're organizing your home putting away wedding gifts finding homes for things yeah real homes not just oh i'll put this because it's like finding an actual home Uh this lives here i'm not gonna stuff it in this drawer i'm gonna find it which is my constant constant (laughs) goal and then you're going to be working on preparing for your new position yes so those are your three things well here's the thing As of the recording date, I don't yet have a new position, which... It's coming. We just don't know what it is yet. And just to say that before... I know most people try to have another job lined up before they leave the job, but the reasons that I was leaving the job was just because it was so far away. That's the only reason. And my goal is to find a closer position. And if I don't, then I'm going to be subbing and doing contract work. And I remember when I got hired as a teacher, it was like literally three days before school started. I remember because I was sitting out by the pool and you ran up. You're like, I got the job. I remember that. that was so <laughs> and now I have three days to. Uh... Now I have three days. And we're like, we were both like, whoa, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, you know, if let's say when I find a new position, I will have my hands full. Yeah. Well, really, the reason that I, what, did I say kicking and screaming? I came into this episode kicking and screaming. Little, Is that what I said? Bit, something like that. Wow. That was dramatic. <laughs> The reason is, is because I feel like that first episode we did, episode 18, I feel like I'm not really varying too much from that. One of our big things is I have a daughter who's a dreamer. So I do like to do a bucket list with them so they can list out all their activities. Otherwise, she wakes up in the morning and is, oh, can we do this? Can we do this? Can we do this? And I do not do well with that. I need to have it like on the calendar prepared in my mind. And I really can't do two activities in a row. This sounds sad, but this is the truth. 
I need to have like a day in between of down a down day. Like when you say activities, what do you mean? Like you do you mean like going to the park or going to- going to the beach? There's a park that's a little far away that we like going to. Sometimes I just I need a day in between to be at home to kind of collect myself. Do you think it's easier now that your youngest is older and a little more independent or is it still No, because they're missing that nap time. Oh. It kind of varies, but we try to do like an hour of like reading time or quiet time. Like you could do art or you could do reading, like a quiet activity. I remember that, that you had that built into your day, an hour of just our home's quiet for this hour. And I think especially when they're go, 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 and the routine is so different during the summer, having that is really important to to kind of ground them and you. (laughs) Yeah. So we have our basic routine that we talked about the last episode. So what I'm changing, I think we had these summer checklists that you needed to do before you got screen time. I'm still going to have those, but I'm also going to have days where there's just no screen time. Like I think Monday, Tuesdays, Thursdays, we're just not going to have screen time at all because I hate they're rushing through these checklists just to get on a screen as opposed to that boredom of summer that kind of fosters creativity sometimes when you have to figure out what to do. If somebody hasn't listened to that episode, explain a little bit about what you did do. And then also I'm curious how you chose those days. Those days came pretty much from our school year because Wednesdays they have half days, so they get out early. So we have screen time on Wednesdays. And then Fridays, we usually do like a movie night or something. So the days of the week is based off of the school year because I don't, I didn't like having screen time during the uh, week. However, I try to be strict, but we're not like super strict. In episode 18, there's like a checklist that I post and I'll repost it again in this episode, adbpodcast.com slash 65. And you can kind of see it. Have you made your bed? Have you brushed your teeth? Have you gotten dressed? Have you cleaned up your room? Have you played outside for 20 minutes? And then once you've checked all those off, then you can use electronics. And I think I'm going to make specific ones this year. And actually, there's a really great video by Jordan Page. It's on YouTube, and I'll put a link to that. And she explains what she does during the summer, which is similar. She kind of has a checklist of things that they can do before screen time. She has it specific for each child. So I think I'm going to kind of make one for each child. I like that, too, that before they even ask you, they know what their responsibilities are, you know? And I I feel like I need that for myself. Before I sit down and dive into Instagram or whatever, you know, have I done this? Have I done that? Have I gone for a walk? Have I, you know, all these things that I know make me feel better. And in the video by Jordan Page, which we'll link to, she also does a power half hour where she focuses on a specific zone in the house and everybody works together to clean that up. And I think that's a great idea too. So this summer... You brainstorm, you let them kind of, oh, I really want to do all of these things. And then do you sit down and kind of put it on the calendar? Or do you say, well, some of these aren't feasible? How do you juggle that list after they've brainstormed it? Good question. We say, okay, well, what are your top things? Also, we have two big vacations this summer. So if there's something like Legoland on there, I will say we cannot go to Lakeland this summer because we're doing this big trip. And so we're putting, you know, our vacation budget towards that big trip. So we'll talk it through in in that regard. And then, you know, what are your top three? Since there are three kids, you know, we can't do everything. But the first part is just kind of like a brainstorming. And then it's like, okay, how can we combine it all together so that I'm trying to do like one thing a week and then 
I like to try to go to the beach at least one day a week too. So those are like two big activities per week and that's about good for me. I'm imagining that process. I don't think I've ever been witness to that process with your girls. So maybe this year I can listen in. (laughs) Would you like to Skype? I want to listen in and like, I want to hear all their ideas and I want to hear how you narrow it down. (laughs) But that's really smart to say, okay, great. This is a fantastic list. Now, what are your top three? You know? (laughs) Yeah. And I usually do it individually. I don't usually do it as a family yeah, because I don't know. They have different needs and different ways of communicating. They're different. Boy, if I ever have kids, let me tell you who I'm calling first. You're already on speed <laughs> dial, so it's not like that's going to change. Okay, so then you calendar those things, right? You kind of look at the flow of the summer uh-huh. because you have that big picture of when are the vacations and the budget and everything. After that, when you have those days that are unscheduled, you have the routine where it's like you try to keep breakfast and lunchtime at the same times, right? It, Mm-hmm. So there's still pieces that are the same. Yeah, we kind of have a general daily flow, I guess you can say. If we're doing something outside of the home, that will usually be in the morning and then the afternoon is more of kind of a resting, relaxing time slash art or craft type activity in the afternoon. What do your mornings normally look like? Like the downtime mornings? Because I know, let's say you're going to the beach, it's like, okay, getting lunch is ready, getting out, you know, the door. But Let's just say it's a Tuesday. So it's a no screen day. You don't have anything planned. What do you think it's going to look like? Because I know you're not super spontaneous in that. And so I think it's just interesting to hear about how you structure that because there is some structure, you know? I think for me, I kind of wake up like, well, what am I doing today? You know, (laughs) but you have kiddos. It's going to look different. One of my kids is probably reading in her bed. The other one is probably either cleaning her room or listening to music and drawing. <laughs> and then the other one is probably um, playing with toys. They're usually doing that until I call them to eat breakfast. Sometimes I make them make their own breakfast, but usually I fix it for them because I like them to eat eggs. And then... for pro- <laughs> Like, do you want to give that some context for protein, right? <laughs> for protein. Too bad I don't have any chickens. <laughs> After that, I kind of let them just hang out in the morning. And I usually am cleaning up the kitchen and doing some chores. Then they're usually bored at about 9 or 10. Oh, one of the other things that I like to have is kind of a list of activities, independent activities. And I kind of ask them to write this on their own since they're older. Write out a list of activities that you can do when you're bored. Go look at that activity list. I'm bored. Okay, well, go look at your list. What could you do? Read through it. You decide. Kind of putting that independence back on them. Like what kinds of things are on there? I guess it depends on the age, right? Yeah, it depends on the age. We have some examples of summer schedules, too, that you can take a look at back in episode 18. I remember that when we were talking about summers before – Your friend reminded you that you set up these big, big projects for the summer and then you get kind of frustrated because none of it got done when really you know that it's going to be a busy time. And so that's not the time to say, I'm going to tackle this big project that is not something that involves the kids. You know, like I'm going to tackle a garage overhaul or a this or a Or painting this room. Yeah. Painting. So do you feel like you've gotten a lot better at that? Yeah, I definitely struggled because I thought summer meant like projects time. And now I've realized that summer means like parenting time. And, <laughs> <laughs> and that you just have to be really present there. You can't start planning all this other things because I, I don't know. I wish my kids did play outside more on their own, but they just don't. So, so yeah, you've got to be kind of like, okay, we're going to the beach today. We're going to the park today. You've got to get them going because they would just as easily not, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wouldn't we all? Wouldn't we all just sit there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want you to, I want my autumn reminders like, have you gone outside today? <laughs> <laughs> I'll make you your own checklist, Bobby. Thank you. <laughs> I think there's a balance because I had a parent friend tell me that she kind of felt guilty about the amount of screen time that her kids were on. It doesn't mean you're never going to have a day when they're on the screen longer than you'd like. But thinking about ahead of time, like, okay, what am I going to do or how am I going to structure it so that that doesn't happen on a regular basis? Because you have Mm -hmm. certain goals you want for your kids and for yourself or for the family. And it is easy to fall into that because sometimes it's hot and you're tired and you, it's easy, you know? And so it's not about judgment. It's about kind of thinking ahead. And as a teacher, I give parents a bunch of options that say like, hey, here are some ideas for this summer. And some people say that they really appreciate it and they've gone and looked at that list and other people I know they haven't touched it. So there's not like an expectation, but we know that summer slide is real. And so it's always helpful when the kiddos have read over the summer or practice math or, you know. Yeah. I think one new thing I'm going to try this year is setting a goal for each child. For my five-year-old, I've already decided her goal, which is we're going to work on learning how to tie our shoe this summer. Ooh. I know. And for my middle child, we're going to work on multiplication facts this summer. And my oldest, I think I'm going to have her kind of come up with her goal on her own. That is something new that we're going to do this year, which is setting aside time to work towards this goal. I love that. And I wish, because I used to set some pretty lofty goals for the summer, I think one really beautiful thing is that you are really good at setting goals and doing the steps to achieve it. So I think that's a really beautiful way to teach your kid how to set a goal and like, okay, well, if this is our goal, what do we need to do to actually make that a reality? So I think Mm -hmm. what a beautiful thing. Set a goal with your kid. This is our goal for the summer and really teach them the tools of goal setting. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. And as a mom, don't forget to plan some time for yourself. If you need to have a little coffee date with a friend, and even if that's on the weekend, so that you don't need to hire a babysitter. If you're used to your kids being in school all the time, and then you got a full summer, just remember to plan for yourself. And if you do not have kiddos, and you're thinking about your summer, and maybe your work schedule doesn't vary much, plan something fun that's season related. So like, it's the summertime. I know in my town, we have movies on the beach or we have concerts in the park. So you may still have a really jam-packed work schedule, but plan one thing that kind of excites you and is like, hey, this only happens during the summer to kind of celebrate that it is a new season and that you get a treat too, even if you no longer have summers like you used to. Autumn, four days away from the wedding. Here we go. This is exciting. All right, listeners, please think happy thoughts. (laughs) I don't know how that's going to help your wedding. (laughs) I don't know. Just what do you say? I'm nervous. As you should be. This is a big old step. Whoa. (laughs) In the meantime, thanks so much for listening. You can reach out to us via Facebook or Instagram, A to B podcast. You can also call and leave us a voice message, 858-480-SPACE. As we dive into the summer, one thing we'd love to have you do. No, why does it matter for the summer? We always want you to do it. (laughs) Just do it any season. Do it any season. We hope that if you're enjoying this podcast, you take a moment to rate and review it on iTunes. We love reading your reviews. We love hearing your comments. 
And we continue our ask to tell three friends about a podcast. And if there's somebody who has never like listened to podcasts, open the wide world of podcasting for them. Yes, that would be amazing, wouldn't it? If you introduce them to podcasts. Oh yeah, you may never talk to them again. Can't talk, listening to a podcast. <laughs> Hopefully they're listening to A to B podcast right along with you. By the way, the next podcast we record, you will be married. I will be married. So yeah, so we are not recording again until after the wedding. So on that episode, I'm going to give you some updates on how it went. And you'll have updates because you're my maid of honor. So you're going to the one who really knows what happens. I'm going to know all the behind the scenes. Yeah, hopefully I'll remain joyfully oblivious to any drama. (laughs) Maybe we'll get to share a picture on our show notes. Oh, yeah, we for sure will share a picture. So in the meantime, thanks so much for listening. Bye for now. Bye. Eight five eight five eight zero space. It's four eight zero. Don't call us at five eight zero because nobody's gonna answer. <laughs> or they might, and it might be that's scary. true. Eight five eight four eight zero space. I don't call our own number. <laughs> <laughs>